Hi, welcome back to The Real. I'm Kira Bennett. And I'm Caitlin Beavers. And today we are joined by Lauren and Courtney Winfield Hill. Woo! <laughs> you alright? You excited? Oh, yeah. Episode four, and we brought in the big guns. So, as we always do, we'll start with a brief intro. Well, I'd say brief. I don't think you could do you two in brief. Um, you've you both got a lot on. I'll start with Courtney. This is a bit, a little bit about you. So, Queensland Fire for ten years, Brisbane Heat for three. She did. <laughs> she went on walkabout and went to sprinting in 2014 and won your debut race in the 100 metres. 2018, started rugby league at the Rhinos, won the Womanist deal in 2019. 2020, went to NRL 9s at Sydney Roosters, made your international debut in 2022 with the World Cup. Wow. Cool. Busy in both sports. Mm. I'm going Couple. I think I think you're pushing it with couple. Loz, <laughs> 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 uh, your debut for Yorkshire was in 2005, whilst captaining ten years. Uh, Brisbane Heat for two years, Yorkshire Diamond for three years, Hobart Hurricanes for a year, Adelaide Strikers for a year, Northern Superchargers for a year, uh, Melbourne Stars for a year. And then currently playing for Northern Diamonds on the third year and Oval Invincibles for two years. I'm really pleased I've got past a year by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the sponsorships. <laughs> Sign us up then. <laughs> okay, so going back to the beginning. What makes an Australian move to the other side of the world? Exhibit A. Well, <laughs> <laughs> now, I always say love does weird stuff to the chemicals in your brain and you leave beautiful warm countries for cold ones. Mm. It's pretty warm today. It, is. it actually is quite beautiful today. But, yeah, literally, I think as a youngster playing cricket, you always kind of want to come across to England and do the county thing. Like that's kind of a cricketer's dream. Um, I suppose maybe I might have done that, but yeah, meeting Loz was kind of, I had no choice really, she put a foot down and said, you could do on this I'm not going to so Something Cuthbert always said to me was, because uh, I always ask Cuthbert, I'm like, why? Have you come to England? I was like, why would you leave such a beautiful country? And he said something that's always stuck with me. He said, people always want what they don't have. Yeah. And I was like, that is mad. Even if I didn't have England, I'd still want to be in Australia, but <laughs> each for their own. Yeah, no, it is true. I think apart from, I don't mind the cold stuff and I especially love the snow. That's yeah. a real novelty for me, but I don't like it for seven months of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle it bits and pieces, but yeah, I do struggle for months of it. You know, at a time. Did you ever think about um, you staying in Oslo's? Yeah, like, well, we, we tried to, uh, we've been over most years, really. Yeah. Um, but I guess it was like, where are, Courtney's obviously the old chuck, so she was a little bit further down the sporting line than I was okay. in terms of my career and stuff. Um, and playing for England, it was just like all year round. Yeah. Winters were overseas and 
in different countries all the time. So it didn't. It wasn't really possible because if you held a central contract, you have to be in England to train and stuff. Okay. Maybe hopefully now a bit more flexibility with being able to come back and forth. Hopefully we get to we get to go back a bit more now. Nice. Try and bounce between the two will be nice. Yeah. Yeah, it will be. So, big question that I'm sure is on a lot of people's minds. How did you both get into cricket? Well, to be honest, like, it's just like the standard answer, isn't it, really? Like, I just loved sport. Sport was always my thing. It was never just cricket. Like, I actually really loved football, mm -hmm. um, netball, just any sports. I wasn't, like, in, in school, it was just PE and sports. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't too fussed for anything else, really. Um, and I, I was, like, quite late into just sort of going just to cricket, really was probably only when I was about 20 that I was like, okay, like I'm gonna just sort of put the other sports to one side and just go all in for cricket, really. Um, but I still love other sports. Yeah. It's just because we've signed a dotted line that we can't play other sports. Yeah. Um, and like, it's it just one of those things where like, you have good experiences in the sport. Like I, you played loads of different sports, but I just got really good opportunities with cricket. And I really like the people and like the girls, the coaches. So it's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll go that way. Um, but it wasn't really necessarily that I was any, like I was better at cricket than I was at other sports. It was just that was sort of the path that was like presented. I think mine would be similar, I suppose. Um, family just love cricket. If you're an Aussie, cricket's happening in the summer. Um, and I had a family who, you know, Christmas day it was, you know, Boxing Day cricket and all that kind of stuff. Um, beach cricket, cricket everywhere. So I suppose that was our little intro to cricket. And then, yeah, I had a great PE teacher, a bit of club cricket. And then it was just, biggest thing was opportunity. Mm. I wouldn't say cricket was my biggest love, but it, they said, oh, we'll give you a contract and we'll pay you to play. So I just kept going with it. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Nice. So you met as being part of the same team yeah so what was it like being in a relationship and being a part of that same team like what's the dynamic like in terms of that well we've we never actually apart from the second year you came back when yeah. you were pulled in for injury we actually weren't ever together and on the same okay. team until that second we got, year yeah we got together after yeah so but it's it's funny like it's been a funny dynamic for us like it, well, more like play, like both been playing in the same team, but then even now, like the dynamic of coaching and playing, yeah. like I'm playing Courtney's coaching me. Yeah. I always <laughs> like I was like struggle because I was just like you have to put a different hat on. Also, like even in like a playing sense, if we played together, or she'd like give me some feedback about something or like, what you do, <laughs> or whatever. I'd be like really sensitive and be like, oh. <laughs> You um, didn't do it like that either. Yeah, yeah, like look, it's just different and you gotta yeah. put in different put on different hats and stuff. But playing together is really fun. Like I think Courtney, like I always say it from like when she coaches me and playing like as a player, but then play as a player is like we couldn't be more different. Yeah. Honestly, like the way we think, the way we act, the way we are, we're like two ends of the spectrum, big time. But it's quite good because it's like 
I always think so like she's my blind spot mm-hmm. like the bits that I'm I struggle with or miss out on or don't see or whatever is like that's Courtney's bit and then vice versa mm. nice I think when we were playing together like we were terrific mates weren't we mm. initially and then when we were playing together I think Loz was definitely someone like as a bowler mm. I really loved it when Loz used to field it like mid on or mid off particularly mid off because they're quite close to you when you come back to the top of your run up and I always felt I could gauge with Loz. I'd say, oh, I'm thinking this or I'm thinking that. Do I bowl this? Do I bowl that? And she'd go, yeah, or do what you just did. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I used to really enjoy bouncing off her, and I think I really trusted her opinion. Um, so, yeah, just from a... Hmm? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> so that, w- that was always really good. Um, but we have played against each other, which was even more fun. We're only from for one side, though. Because we haven't played against each other? Yeah, no, we haven't played against each other. And Lozzie doesn't like that much because I'm a bit of a... She's just a rat. Like, she's, <laughs> she's like a little chihuahua just yapping away, yeah. chirping, trying to get under your skin. Why are you not supposed to treat me like that? <laughs> <laughs> you should do that right as well. You'd be on your team playing. And she's just being your head, just yapping yeah. away. I, just I never got that on the left side. It's like my mates that are like Australian and like when Courtney and I got together, like, oh God, I remember her, she used to chirp me from the other <laughs> side. Or they'd be like, oh yeah, she's, she sprayed me and she said this to me or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that was, yeah. My favourite ones are, oh, sweet angel. Sweet angel. Yeah, I can't do Throw a sweet angel yeah. up here. Yeah. 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 Apparently, that's not really uh, aggressive. No, no, I don't think it'd be very. <laughs> yeah, to a lot of it. Someone I said, settle down, sweet angel. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. Killing my kindness. So, going off of cricket, you've played at Leeds, but why Leeds? Um, well, I think this just was where we're going to live, hey? This was going to be yeah. our home base and. Obviously, with laws and our cricket, everything here is mainly based around Headingley. So we're going to be living in Leeds, and I had the connection with uh, Joel Moon's dad, who I taught with back home in Oz. Um, so, yeah, when I came to watch, I remember my very first game here at Headingley was the, the last game before they pulled the South Stand down, the old South Stand. Mm. So it was quite an electric atmosphere that night. It was That was my first experience with the Rhinos, mm. and I just loved it. I thought, this is cool. And then when I knew I was coming back the following year, um, I was like, well, I saw on socials and stuff. and Yeah, so that... I, I wouldn't have played anywhere else. I wasn't... I didn't know the landscape of rugby league over here. I didn't know who was good, who was ordinary. I didn't know anything. I didn't know people. I had no connections to clubs. So it was just a, an accessibility and conveniencing, I guess. Mm. But then I learned to love you. Oh, that's nice. Didn't take too long, did it? <laughs> so from cricket to rugby, how was the transition? How did you find it, the physicality and stuff like that? So um, I think the biggest transition was the freezing cold <laughs> before physicality because the first week um, that, that the Rhinos played, did you play that first 
um, we're at Bradford. Yeah. yeah. Did you play yeah. that game? Yeah. It were, I were on the bench to start with, and I, yeah. luckily I had a sub coat. But then I think I ended up putting two on. Yeah. It was Baltic. Yeah. So that was my introduction. So, and you and yeah, your dad was... and your brother, everyone came across and stood in the stands that day, and I thought, wowzers. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get the kid off. Like, <laughs> 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 to play this stupid game. Um, the following week was against Wigan, and I'll never forget that it might have been a, um, like a kick return or something. And I got tackled, can't remember who by, but. I felt my brain rattle. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself, I actually thought, Courtney, you're too old. <laughs> you're too little. And you were sitting in the stand, you came across yeah, like, and yeah. I know after the game you said, oh, I'm not sure how I feel. Um, but, yeah, but it's like anything, it's just conditioning, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, you build up your volumes and your loads and put on a little bit more weight, I suppose, as well. Um and you just become accustomed to it in the end and and instead of, I wouldn't say avoiding it, I, w- I would never say avoid, but you thrive on the physicality. Like I really loved the David versus Goliath tale that I used to tell in my head as a little person. I used to quite <laughs> enjoy the, yeah, the big people running it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I used to love pre-seasons where we'd all be in just our training kit and you'd be in joggers, gloves, <laughs> hat, a sub coat, yeah, and we, even after doing a conditioning session, she's still wearing them. And we're like, We're all going, It's red hot, yeah. And she's like, No, it's not. Yeah, like an onion. It's so hot, I can't cook. She says, oh, It's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's 28 degrees. Oh, I, said, I don't even need to put the on yet. <laughs> no, I remember Lois would always be like, You can't play with them gloves on because you were passing <laughs> No, no, that. So, yeah, winter pre seasons were difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm. What you got for him now? I did. Here we are. <laughs> Not missing him. <laughs> so, you're both very career driven. Um, obviously, how is how hard is that going through the highs and lows of each of us' careers? And what do you do in terms of balancing that out for each other? Oh, it's hard. It, well, yeah. I, it is hard because I think. You're never in the same like mm-hmm. you're never in the same place. It's like a team, isn't it? Like we're a team, but within a team, you could have the best day, you know, MVP, player of the match, whatever, yeah. and you've had an absolute stinker. But you're in each other's spaces, and you're like buzzing, and you're devastated. Yeah. And it's very similar. Like if I have a bad day, and then I'm going to watch Courtney the next day, and then she's had an absolute stellar day. Like it's it's hard because you're in two completely different places. It's yeah. nice when you both have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it'll marry up all that. Yeah. But it is like sport is emotional, isn't it? Like you're all in and you you weigh your emotion and the person closest to you gets the brunt of the highs and the lows. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, yes. I think we've got like, we're a lot better now where we just, well, I think like you probably get a bit older and not as emotional about it, you know, if you have a bad day. So, never mind. It's just yeah. one of those. Yeah, and equally, like, when you have an absolute day out and you don't probably don't get as high either, you just sort of float along in the middle a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more easy. Um, but, yeah. What's your, what's your take? Because I'm an emotional wreck, so you'll be like, yeah, you're awful. <laughs> can you ask you're a question a- again so I can... 
be a bit more specific for you. <laughs> okay, so you how do we support each other through the highs and lows of your careers? Well, I think yeah, we're we're definitely better at it more and more. I think. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting better and better at it. What you're going to say, but I just said that as well. I think we're getting better and better at it. Um, but it take it takes some absolute big conversations and meltdowns to get to that. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many times when you talk about perspective, mm. where sometimes for me I'm I'm really big on it's a game. So sometimes Lauren's reactions to performances or selections or what have you, she gets quite emotional. Yeah, and I'm like, well. You're not standing over a baby's brain operating. Nobody's died. It's fine. Um, so that's really hard. And, and so when I come to it with that head, I'm in big, big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had to learn to be a little bit more sensitive, I suppose. And and maybe on the flip, like I'm very casual about how I go about things. I have an intensity about me. But I'm also very casual, so sometimes Loz has to be the um, head down, sort your life out, are you organised kind of person for me yeah. because otherwise I'll just float along and what will be will be. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's interesting how we, how we kind yeah, of... Yeah, and I think it's like it's a little bit... We've been on different journeys. Like I, like I, when if I have a meltdown, it's like well, it's, it is a big deal because it's... Like for me, it's like my job, you're paying your car insurance, you're paying your mortgage, whereas you've got a different perspective because you've had other things throughout your career. So you're a teacher and a full-time professional, whereas I've I've found it harder when Mm. you don't have anything else. Yeah. 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 And and it's like, it's really interesting because I was like, even like, like speaking to my sports side last week and she's like, you know, like the dynamic of women's sport but cricket is like changing rapidly mm-hmm. in terms of all the comps and the mm-hmm. money that's getting thrown around and stuff like that now but it's like it's it's very quickly gone from like a chilled out hobby to like professional but you know kind of but not really to like it's business yeah mm. and it's like actually you're trying to keep that little child that was just playing for fun but you're a commodity and you're a, a part of the business yeah. you know so it's like I always think like we've had very different journeys as well. And so in some ways, like Courtney, I, I try and take bits from Courtney's perspective is because it's easier to balance when you have other things, mm. you know, whether it's teaching or coaching and, you know, rushing back to come train for the Rhinos or whatever. There's always something that like humbles you and brings you sort of distracted and away from it where I've struggled with that a bit more because um, it has been very like immersive. Nice. It sounds like a good balance in terms of you've both got different attributes and they do say mm. opposites attract in oh. certain ways, so yeah. it seems to work very well. Here we are. <laughs> so if you see Courtney mowing grass outside, you know Every Christmas, where are you going? She's got a very good attribute. She's good on the garden. <laughs> <laughs> my, my attributes on the garden, no. <laughs> She's not allowed near the game. No, no I, didn't, I thought that would be yeah, the case. It's your baby, isn't it? Yeah. Every game day, go home and mow your grass. Yeah, if she's stressed, it's not the grass. Sometimes my grass gets mown like multiple times a week. I actually, um, 
like my little, what do you call it? Like my little board at home, hey? You know, in the oh, office. Oh, your little like vision board. My little vision board, yeah. me board, little reminders board. Mm. Actually has a photo of Wilson and I mowing the grass. <laughs> <laughs> How is Wilson doing it? He's with me. He's my sidekick. <laughs> like, for me, mowing the grass. It's like I, therapy. It's like literally like meditation, like therapy. Mm. Yeah. And I like to do it really nicely. But it also allows me just a minute to think. So whenever we'd finish rugby, you guys would say, oh, you're coming to the pub for a quick drink. Nah, <laughs> see ya. If there's daylight, I'm heading home because <laughs> on a moment ago. <laughs> Chelsea Gentle's mum pulled up one day after an England camp and mm-hmm. I'm mowing the grass out the front. She pulled over and she said, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, mowing the grass. <laughs> Still in me full kit. Like, mowing the grass. She said, Kelsey's at home absolutely flat out dead after a four-day camp. And I said, oh, no, this is my, this is my routine. So, yes. so you've talked about being each other's support networks, but obviously you travel a lot with, with cricket. So how does that incorporate? How does the distance affect lifestyle? Mm, big time. <laughs> well, I mean, until this year, I suppose, working full time and mm. rugby and what have you, mm. Loz was away a lot. Um, and I'd quite often be home on my own. I know Butcher would always say, where's Loz now? Oh, she's away. Oh, Butcher, like, was shocked. And it just became sort of our norm, not a norm that I sort of was enjoying in the end, hence why I'm not coaching full-time anymore, um, which is good. But it's hard. It's constantly trying to find and making windows in your day. So I know when I'm in Oz or Loz is this side, it might be waking up at 4 a.m. How many times... You don't ever wake up with me. <laughs> Never. I didn't need to because you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, setting alarms to catch each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you got on tomorrow? And it might be someone stays up late and you literally get five or ten minutes or it's a voice note. Yeah. Um, a voice note, yeah. That was, which is, yeah, that was the usual one. Yeah, which is sometimes hard. And like even this year with the with the hundred, we're on different teams. So sometimes you're in the same country, but you're completely separated. So Yeah. You have like a schedule, but it's ever changing, like a team meeting or you've got recovery or whatever. So you'd be like, okay, well, I'll catch up then. And then it's always something changing, up, something popular. Never, never consolidated. Yeah. 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 So, and, and that's the thing. I think that's the hardest thing about cricket sometimes is because of the su- such a massive international space and it's – both hemispheres, the time differences are crazy. Mm. Yeah. But then also, even when you are home, okay. I reckon 50%, 60% of the time, she's actually not home. Yeah. Mm. You know, you're down south, you're on trips That's away, you you know. So she might be in the country, but she's not actually home. Mm. And that's why I know I used to say to you guys, and you'll never actually appreciate or understand what the rhinos was for me because Loz was always away. So rhinos was my little consistent. Yeah. Like I had more rhinos in England than I had Loz. Yeah. Mm. To a degree. So, yeah, it was nice. Powerful. On the back of that, though, so obviously you've toured to, like, a few places. <laughs> um, what's been your favourite one? Oh, 
Well, South Africa, you got you, mm. you got to come out to South Africa. <laughs> Repping. Oh, <right. laughs> you need that on purpose, yeah. you? Have you been talking about this before? No, yeah. <laughs> come on, pre-pandemic. <laughs> 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 South Africa was really cool. Beautiful country, wasn't it? It was amazing. Bucket list. Yeah, like, like some of the grounds are amazing, but just having like beach and mountains. Yeah. Great food lovely people and like we like like we were just saying for a lot of years I've toured on my own because Connie was working full-time and that was a trip where it was almost just after we decided like you'd work a bit more like consultancy and you know like choose your own diary really and that was one of the first sort of trips on it yeah and then we <laughs> did about three countries in about four months yeah we did actually um but I'd say that's probably up there. Like, I like Oz because Oz feels like home for me, yeah. like, in a way. Um, oh, but to be honest, like, they're all, I mean, it's, like, hard to look past Queenstown in New Zealand. Yeah. You're pretty, we're pretty lucky, like, cricket is a sport where, you, you know, Sri Lanka, the people are the most beautiful people you'll ever meet. So, like, we, we, we go to some really nice countries. Mm. Yeah. Nice. What's your favourite place you've been to? Australia. <laughs> <laughs> South Africa, that was like massive bucket list for me. Mm-hmm. Um, always wanted to go on safari. Like we went on safari, mm-hmm. didn't we? I didn't even mention safari. Mm. Like that's always and so first giraffe. I was like, trying my own salt I was like, no, I'm just going for a it really, it really was. So yeah, I guess I'd go back to South Africa in a heartbeat. Yeah, definitely. Caribbean was fun. Yeah, definitely go back there. Um, but there's lots of other places I'd love to go with cricket or with sport. Um, you know, some of the African developing nations. I'd love to get across to like USA and Canada, who are starting to develop. Yeah, the game there. Um, I hope they listen to this. <laughs> We'll tag it. We'll tag it. You tell Lois we need a pre-season in one of those countries. (laughs) Sort us out. Well, I was quite hoping that uh, was it the Toronto. Oh yeah. Nines thing. (laughs) You always said you'd come back for nines (laughs) thing. I did, and I stand by that. All right. Um, But yeah, I suppose that's a bit of our decision around um, picking my own diary a little bit this year. Is Oz travels so much and if I can join her and actually share, you know, the experience of, of travelling to different countries, why not? Mm. Yeah, so nice. And obviously the rise of rugby league and cricket is increasing all the time. It's come a long way. Obviously you two are quite important in terms of the advance of that, being role models. How, how has that been, obviously developing that and being a role model to younger kids? Um. Yeah, I, I never really see it as being a role model. Mm. You don't do things. I just quite enjoy. I just quite enjoy it. I enjoy what I do and I take pride in what I do on and off field. Mm-hmm. Um, I am opinionated and I'm willing to share it and if that stimulates some change then that's great. But interaction with, you know, not just the kids, everybody yeah. who enjoys the game. Um I just enjoy meeting new people and if, if that's through sport, then it's actually my win. Yeah. Um, but it, but it's cool. It's just the old saying of you leave, you try and leave somewhere in a better place than you found it. Yeah. 
and then you guys will hopefully pass a baton on in a landscape that looks different again. So, yeah, just same really. Like I don't see it as like a role or part of the job, but it's just like if you can open yourself up and be yourself and share that with people, share that with kids, share that with younger. Like I think the older I've sort of got in, in the things in the dressing room, stuff like helping the younger players or yeah. mentoring them a little bit is like, you know, it's good. To, it's growing the game in a different way. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's it's a little bit like we probably wish we didn't have to bang the drum, but someone's got to do it, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. You know, in terms of women's sport, female sport is, if we don't dig our heels up and and yell from the hills, then who's going to do it? Because mm-hmm. we're the ones that are sort of living and breathing it. Yeah. Um, and go, oh, you should be in our house sometimes. The old passionate Winfield Hills, we we go on a women's sport. <laughs> Honestly, we, 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 we and I'm like, we have to be like, right, that's enough. Come yeah. up. <laughs> like an hour and a half of like, oh, I'm this and for change for this. And, you know, the game's moving here and we could do this. And so we go on and on. And on. Like, we're oh, both pretty slow. passionate about mm. just, I don't know, just seeing things grow, isn't it, really? And, and seeing people, seeing effort rewarded, yeah, you know, in terms of like, like how much you, like you girls train and, and how much you put in, mm. you know, same with cricket, like cricket started, I've gone through the, I feel like I've pretty much gone through the, the whole cycle of it really, because I, like I was playing for England, wasn't really, wasn't getting paid. And then now the game in 10 years, like the 10 years I've played professionally is, is gone at the speed of light really. Um. But again, it's probably because females have, have banged the drum six years ago and, and, and change is happening and, and like it's, I think as well, like I love, I sent a, well, when we came to, what I came to watch one of your games of late, like I haven't watched as much recently, I said, oh, I feel really emotional. Oh, then yeah, I said, just crying. I said, why? I said, I don't know, I just feel, like I just get like that with, with watching women's sport and like, just a big occasion and I just like love sport. Yeah. I love what it does for people, being part of a team. And like it just like I've I've loved being able to watch another different sport as well. Yeah. And sort of see like how you girls go about your business and how the another sport is growing. I d I don't know what was wrong with me. I was like, I feel, I feel emotional <laughs> watching the riders because like, it's cool I think like women's sport I think that's really powerful as well like looking out for different sports yeah. Yeah. I think like you said with the progression of cricket within the 10 year period uh, I think even for us it, it's only been a, only a short period in yeah. comparison and it's it's not professional but the changes that have been made like you said are, are only going to make not just the sport better but women's sport better yeah. and I, like you said I don't see us as being role models because we're doing what we love yeah. and we're just trying to do what we can for for the next we always talk about the next generation don't we so yeah. that's the most interesting part yeah but um next one is captaincy mm. oh, i am the captain <laughs> <laughs> all right that's not I what Loz has said that's my best line at home. <laughs> i use it all the time oh, i am the captain <laughs> Until she's run out of the house last minute and forgotten something. And, oh, oh, you bring me this, bring me this. <laughs> How did you find it? Well, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was something I kind of didn't expect and I probably should never have done. 
Really? Mm. Why, would, why would you say that? Well, Lois. Lois yeah. It was only yeah. because Lois blew an E out that, mm. that I did it. And it was only I just saw it as an interim babysitting role, really, because we all thought that Lois would come back mm. and she yeah. would rehab, you know, and get back on the pitch. But unfortunately that wasn't the case for it. Um, but I loved it. Like whether, whether it's, you know, a little C beside your name or not, I would like to think, you know, even up to that point that perhaps I did lead in a way. I don't know. You guys could tell me that. Um, we'll, we'll come out with a few stars once you've okay. finished. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I love it. I, I love a responsibility. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's a privilege and I actually quite liked you girls. So it, <laughs> Good job. Well, I quite like wow. Some more than others. I prefer beavers. Over yeah, you, that's yeah. not sure. It's a less accurate <laughs> combination. <laughs> Um, no I I really enjoyed it and I think you know you look at your leaders I was really blessed to have um, Butcher as a vice for so long I think we really complimented complimented each other but then also like you just look to your leaders but it's also the unofficial people around the senior players that stick their hands up and then you've got your coaching staff and Mm -hmm. as a collective um, if you get that dynamic right which I think we did. We did for the most part, um, so, so that everyone in the in the whole squad and staff felt like they had someone to talk to. Mm. Then you're probably nailing it. Yeah. Well, you were very approachable. Um, you were. Um, I feel like a lot of. I think that for me, that's what a captain is. Yeah. Someone that's approachable. You can go to about anything, and they'll always try their, their hardest. And and the wisdom that you came out with. Um, and it comes with age. Gandhi, yeah. it? <laughs> that's why I always call you. I'm like Gandhi's here. Um, we were <laughs> heading into a semi final. I remember this day because we were literally all looking around like, what's going on in her head? <laughs> we were heading late. We'd just finished the session. It started going dark. And Courtney said to everyone before we started walking off, she was like, everyone stop, stop where you are. And we're like, what, what's happening? She went, everyone lie on the ground. <laughs> we're like, what, what's happening? She went, everyone go on the backs and walk up. I remember this. We're literally, every single one of us is like, she on the Literally gobsmacked. And then you just started coming out with your wisdom. We had when we all go, we were like, that, that was pretty special. Like, we're a nice moment. We had to hold know? hands, I think, yeah. didn't we? You know, and yeah. actually, weirdly, on the way driving here today, I was thinking about that moment. <laughs> and I really wish, Leanne, you had have been sitting up in the stands because it was a moment Lois said, right, over to you players. And it was just before our grand final, yeah. wasn't it? it oh, was before the final, yeah. Semi-final yeah. against St. Helens. And Lois said, right, players only zone. And it was towards that end, it was under my favourite part of the ground, mm-hmm. under the clock. Mm-hmm. And we did. We laid on the pitch and I said, close your eyes if you want to or look into the... And you know that time of night when it's just getting a little bit cool? Mm. And so the grass felt cool mm. and the whole stadium was silent and quiet apart from the questions that I asked us. And I wish someone would have photographed that moment because I felt like, yeah, when we all stood up from that, it just felt like everybody was... Yeah. 
which I totally agree with. Initially, we were like, we don't know what's going on, but as soon as... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are we stargazing? What are we on doing now? But no, honestly, as soon as you started talking, it seemed like everyone were just like, no, that that's what we're yeah. here for. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And I think it showed on that semi-final, the, the reasoning for doing it, yeah. that, yeah. that performance. What were the questions that you were I can't even remember. It was, it was, like, it was like sisterhood. I think it was about right job roles and sisterhood and around each other and yeah. stuff like that. I think I asked them um, just to think about one thing they want to walk off the pitch feeling really proud about. Mm-hmm. One thing in a teammate that they're really grateful for. Yeah. And then I just asked you to envisage. The full-time whistle, I think, wasn't it? I think so. And the elation that we would feel in that in that moment, and it was so, it was something like that, and I was just getting everyone to to think ahead and um, just to just be a bit quiet with your own thoughts, and and also just to think about what you were going to do for your mate. That I think that was the question: yeah. What are you going to do for a mate on the pitch? Yeah. On Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Oh, making me emotional think about it. No. <laughs> no, joking. We know what happened, it's all Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just things like that makes me think about them dog lead when you yeah. <laughs> We've got to mention oh, yeah. that. We've got to mention <laughs> that. <laughs> so Courtney we're messaging. Courtney we're messaging everyone before a grand final. A challenge cup. Everyone messaging Courtney before Courtney were messaging everyone before a Challenge Cup final and going, uh, can she message me going, have you got Ziva's dog leash? And we're like, yeah, mate, like why? She's like, just bring it, bring it to a game for us, please. And we're like, right, okay. And then we were all in the room. Yeah, I don't think you knew this. We're all in the room, we're in a review room, and everyone was like, has Courtney asked you for a dog leash? <laughs> We're all like, yeah. We're all like, yeah. It's because we're so late with starting, so we're unleashed before going out, so we don't have to do it so late on. But only you would have thought of that. Yeah. I thought my brain is creative. Yeah, it bounces around like a pinball machine. (laughs) I like making connections to different things and the video of Wilson made it. Yeah, it was yeah. Cute, beautiful video. I just thought you've lost Wilson's lead. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought mine's gonna be a bit big for a day. <laughs> right. um, yeah, that's one of my many weird things that I do, but that's just how my brain works. No, really touches us all. <laughs> <laughs> no, final wonder. Um, both of you, what's like been your highlight of your career so far? <sighs> End it on a high. Um, I I always say it. Um, it's it's the people and the connections. Mm-hmm. That is my highlights, and I will always feel I like. I'll always feel like I can come back to Leeds, and feel like I have an, a second home. And mm-hmm. I always feel like I could walk into Headingley, and it feel like home. Yeah. So, um, for me, yeah, that's some of the coolest stuff. Nice. Yeah. Mm, I'd probably say winning the domestic comp last year with the Northern Diamonds for a similar reason that it's like the club I've played for my whole life um, with a lot of people and coaches that have sort of been there along the way. Um, yeah, I think the more obvious one is like the World Cup in 2017, but 
I think actually the diamonds one was was a real sort of meant quite a lot and great group. Bit of a roller coaster year, so it was it was pretty cool. And that was the week that we just won the, the grand final, wasn't it? Mm. And then you a few days later won. That yeah, that was the week we said we put the win into the field. Yeah, that was and hundred. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty awesome kind of yeah. little patch. So yeah, it was nice to share that together. Yeah, it was cool. Legendary, really, isn't it? You want to say legendary? <laughs> <laughs> She's fun girl, that's the problem. Now we are going to just have a bit of fun at the end. And we're going to go into a session of Mrs. and Mrs. Let's go. Okay. So okay. you've both got, got a ball of each sport. So the rugby ball represents car and the cricket ball represents Laz. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you just put. And then for those that are listening, we'll. So, yeah. So who's most likely to sulk after a loss? <laughs> So Loz came out with that one. The emotional rain. The emotional rain. Who is most likely to be late? I already know this. One hundred percent. Remember Did you that? Did you notice the time I arrived today? Though? Yeah, it wasn't bad actually. To be fair, but thinking it's about. Yeah, but you then had to run back and get the things that you'd left, so then you were late. Remember, Just turn the high speed meters, it's fine. Remember that time? Before the semi final, you were still in the shower. <laughs> what? And Lois is ringing no, you on phone. She was in the car. Yeah. She was like, Where are you? Oh, yeah. She was like, Courtney. I was like, G'day, mate. Hey, Garland. <laughs> we're in the team room. Yeah. Oh, I ain't. <laughs> I'm still coming. I thought it was half past. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she it was so funny. <laughs> Um, who's most likely to deal with a spider? Hundreds. Are you scared of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like creepy crawlies, yeah. Are you used to them from your Oz? Yeah, yeah, okay. You just pick them up and put them in a pocket. Right, Ace Ventura. Fine. That's true. I'm like that, though. Let's build a house for it. This one's a good one. Who's the funniest? <laughs> oh. I'd, I'd say Loz, to be fair. You've only spoken to her when she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was drunk. I was drunk. You were drunk. I don't get drunk. Exceptions way out, so it doesn't count. <laughs> um, who's the most dramatic? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Shocking. That's okay. Just in touch with my emotions. <laughs> yep. Not everyone can melt lawn. <laughs> Who's Wilson's favourite parent? Oh. Right. Why? Why the? Why? Well, she's like the boss of it. Like he comes to me for like cuddles, love, good time. Yeah. But he knows Courtney's the boss. All right. I'm the cat. So. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have to have a kiss, don't you, before he's food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. kisses before his food. Yeah. We do evening affirmations <laughs> before bedtime. <laughs> oh, no. What do you say? And every person that comes to visit our house, like, you've got mates staying. Yeah. You're on the kitchen floor doing his affirmations before bedtime as well. Yeah, we do affirmations of the day. Okay, I like that. Tell him how amazing he's done and what we're looking forward to. <laughs> Can I come to you at your house? Yeah. <laughs> 
But the, the funny thing is, everyone's like, you what? But they engage in it, like, two seconds later, they're on the floor, and you, oh, you were so good, I'm so great. <laughs> <laughs> and Come it's like out. a known thing now, like loads of my teammates are like, oh, you're doing your affirmation. <laughs> Come around for dinner, we'll show you. Oh, that's nice. Um, and <laughs> finally, who is a better cricketer? <laughs> Domestic coming along. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we've just co- we've just caused the boss. <laughs> she knows it. No way. How many times did I get you out the other week? How many yeah. World Cups you won? <laughs> 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 How many times you played for your country? <laughs> yeah, but we we won't have this conversation here. Lauren's a better batter, I'm a better bowler. Oh, right. yeah, fair game. I'm a better fielder, she's a better wicketkeeper. So and she's probably a better like captain, so 3 2 Loz. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Good work, Loz. <laughs> thanks, Courtney. <laughs> Very kind of you. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. Sweet. Hope no you've worries. enjoyed it. I'm good. Good. Um, the fourth episode of Be Real. Mm hmm. So thank you for listening and hopefully get the next one out soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.